0: There are worlds between our own, and from these worlds, there are written histories, both ancient and modern. To read of these testaments, scrawled in hidden places and on other things, you must fix your eyes uncomfortably within you, and if successful, your gaze will unlock the door behind raw imagination and meet the manuscript of innumerable folk known as the Dark Iris.
1: Hello, I'm Sharkchild and this is the Dark Verse. Short stories of occult, metaphysical and fantastical horror that will follow you to the visions of your sleep. If you are familiar with the hardcover prints of my stories, then you will know that this episode of The Dark Verse marks something very special. With the release of this 104th story of The Dark Verse, I now have enough stories to print The Dark Verse Volume 4 hardcover book, which is pretty darn exciting. So um, this is a really cool episode. This is going to be the final story in that fourth volume of the Dark Verse collection of books. So you can expect a Kickstarter project to be released in the coming months to... Um, fund the printing of of that next installment and of course i will have john f stifter joining my side once again to do all of the artwork the cover and the insides the end sheets all of the beautiful worlds that he creates with his images so um we have that to look forward to and then in the meantime i will just keep on pumping out more stories as well as i can um so now, just to kind of lay the groundwork here, the foundation for the story that you're about to hear, um, this story was inspired by Valentine's Day and all that, I actually wanted to... Um <laughs> write something that kind of had a little bit of a romantic tinge to it. I didn't get it done in time to release it around Valentine's Day uh, or even in February as we're here in the first few days of March, but um, just know that this was inspired a little bit by uh, by that day of romance, but fear not, by the end of the story, uh, you'll definitely be taking your usual plunge into The Dark Verse Madness. Here we go, this is episode 104 of The Dark Verse, and it is entitled, Everyone's Whisper Sounds the Same.
0: My wife turned out the lights, crawled into bed with me, and whispered, I love you, into my ear before giving me a kiss on the lips. I love you, too, I whispered back. I turned my way and she hers, and we faded into slumber. Wake up, wake up, my wife said to me as she ruffled my hair and kissed me on the forehead. We have a fun day ahead. When she said fun, she meant long. I grumbled and burrowed my face into my pillow. "'Oh, come on, it won't be that bad,' she said in response, pushing my shoulder. "'The last time you said that, I ended up living a second life "'while we wandered through that giant furniture store's maze of madness,' "'I said into the pillow. "'Up!' my wife pulled off my sheets. "'All right, all right, I'm up, and I hate it when you do that.' "'I stood up and, in retaliation, tossed her onto the bed "'before playfully hitting her with my pillow.' The day started with a stop at a department store and its connecting mall to refresh the wardrobes for spring. Then it veered to a coffee shop before jumping to an art exhibit. We spent half an hour at a store picking up gifts for a baby shower my wife was to attend, and then another hour savoring lunch at a quaint cafe she had been eyeing. Next, we journeyed to a specialty decor store to look at a specific line of vintage office furniture and accessories. We purchased a rustic wood mail sorter and a brass lamp with a medieval tower base before we were on the road again. All right, time for a little surprise, my wife said as we were in the car and supposedly on the way to the grocery store. I know work has been busy and stressful and that going on my errand adventures isn't your favorite thing, so I'm taking you, us, for something nice and relaxing. Hopefully this will make spending time with your dreadful slave driver wife worth it. Finally, we're going to Flyland, I exclaimed. And I won't tell you what it is until we get there, so don't ask, and no, it's not Flyland. I quickly tapped into the car's navigation program and looked up the destination. Hedwin Folds Gifts and Greeting Cards Hedwin Folds Gifts and Greeting Cards, I said with enthusiastic sarcasm. I hear it's the hip place to be. And I also knew you would do that, my wife said, smirking at me. So you're just going to have to wait to find out where we're going. She then brought her face right up to mine and whispered, "I know you too well, mister!" while tapping my chest with her pointer finger. That was my wife. She was go, 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 while I was always a step behind. But even with her dragging me on her many world conquests, I preferred to be delightfully miserable with her than stoically miserable without her. She was my engine, and with her at my side life was never dull. A couple's massage, my wife ecstatically said as our self-driving car pulled into a parking spot in front of Hedwin Fold's gifts and greeting cards, which resided next door to a massage place called Transformative Touch. It was housed in a building with a log cabin theme. The front door and roof were dark green and the logo was white big thin cursive letters with the image of a butterfly made out of two hands touching at the base of the palms above them the sign was affixed nicely at the pinnacle of the front wall face's triangular ascension where the roof formed a V a few large tinted windows surrounded the front door my wife and i went inside and were greeted by a friendly attendant in the lobby we answered a few questions on a tablet regarding injuries and in areas of preferred focus, and when we were finished, two masseuses entered and introduced themselves. Both women were robust and had long, dark hair. They wore white, short-sleeved button-up shirts that were tucked into pastel green slacks. They guided us around the back side of the lobby where a long hallway extended on for a significant distance. The hallway was lined by numerous doors, some open, revealing dimly lighted rooms and prepared massage tables, and some closed, signaling the current sessions within. My wife and I were led to a room on the further half of the corridor. This room was larger than the others I saw, and within were two parallel massage tables already prepped with clean linens. "'We'll leave you two to undress and get in the beds, "'and we'll come back in a few minutes,' one of the masseuses said "'as they both exited the room and closed the door behind them. "'Let's do this thing,' my wife said while slipping out of her jeans "'and putting them on a short, empty tabletop in the corner of the room. "'Only you would find a way to be out of breath while getting a massage,' I said, "'taking my clothes off at a much slower, more casual pace.' You're not going to slow down until you're on that table, are you? Nope. A few moments after I had climbed onto my massage table and got under the sheets, there was a knock on the door. Ready? came a voice from the other side. Yep, my wife said. "Uh Uh-huh. My words echoed. My masseuse started off by placing a warm towel over my back, loosening it up. She then started working on my lower back and making her way up, kneading one side and then the other. Tell me if you'd like the pressure harder or softer, my musu said. It's fine right now, thank you, I mumbled through the face rest pad. The massage continued up to the shoulders, and then to the neck, and then to the head. My mind drifted into a place of blissful peacefulness. I love you. My wife whispered from her massage table. I reached out with my right hand to touch her and caught her somewhere in the middle of her upper arm. As the massage continued and I became further relaxed, I noticed that what sounded like a conversation between my wife and her own masseuse began in whispers. The words were soft and inaudible, and I could not tell one speaker from the other. I wanted to turn my head and look, but my masseuse was currently sinking her thumbs brilliantly into my neck. The whispers soon stopped, and when they did, I noticed a strange shuffling of bodies. For a moment, it seemed like there were more than the two masseuses walking around the room. But before I could reach a proper verdict, the detectable evidence of the additional guests was gone. My massage continued on for many minutes without any other peripheral disturbances until I heard whispering again, but this time it was coming from my masseuse. The whispering was disrupted by my wife's voice. He must have fallen asleep, she said to my masseuse from over on her massage table. Then she directed her words to me. Come on, wake up. This isn't the bed. I don't think I was asleep, I said in return after flipping to my side. Well, this concludes our massage, my wife's masseuse said while walking towards the door. She opened it. We'll let you two get dressed and then meet you outside with some water. The masseuses exited and closed the door behind them. After the couple's massage at transformative touch, my wife and I made our way to the grocery store as was originally planned. While we were walking the aisles and pulling items from our list, I decided to separate and grab a couple things I personally had wanted to pick up. When I returned to the cart, I found my wife speaking in whispers to one of the store workers. She saw me enter the aisle and continued to converse in whispers with the employee until I was within a few steps. Their normal speaking voices then returned. Why the whispering? I asked my wife as the attendant walked off. What do you mean, she said. You were just whispering right now with that guy. Whispering, no, I was talking to him, but we weren't whispering. I knew what I had heard, and they had been whispering. I did not doubt it for one infinitesimal slice of time. The rest of the day went on without a glitch. A trip to an art supply store, dinner out, a movie. Before I knew it, my wife and I were at home, calling it quits for the day. We lounged on the sofa for a while, browsing our multi-paneled, medium-melding wall monitor, but once we started to drift off to sleep, we decided to head to the bedroom. Reluctantly, we peeled ourselves from the comforting grip of the sofa and dragged our bones to the bed. My wife turned out the lights, crawled under the sheets with me, and whispered, I love you, into my ear before giving me a kiss on the lips. I love you she whispered again and again i love you and again i love you i could only stare at her in petrifying fear as her face gradually dissipated leaving a terrifying entity's face in her place layers of gray horns curved downward like stairs from beneath red eclipsed eyes musty Solid yellow powder puffed from a contorting orifice atop a jawless, gaping mouth of oscillating stalk-like appendages. Burgundy flesh, wrinkled so severely that ridges formed, covered the nightmarish interloper's oblong visage. Ah, Slopetas, you're Titan,' The creature whispered. It turned its head towards a companion beside it that shared its disturbing appearance ato ante pluto possessus. the things continued to whisper back and forth with each other while gawking in my direction. I could not move; I had no hands to grab and no legs to carry, and no pivot abilities to see my body beyond my onlookers. Many more of the entities lurched around in a waddling motion on jointless legs that bent, twisted, and sprang. Their attire was a myriad of colors and styles fashioned out of metallic plates, exclusive to their upper bodies. They all whispered their foreign language while stopping to gaze upon different displays laid out across a long, bluish-black corridor, whispering not out of design, but to maintain an atmosphere of reverence and admiration. Strange contraptions whirred and beep. Dissected outlandish beings' innards pulsed on with life. Smoldering totems from distant worlds staged small, dancing animals engulfed in flames. Swirling portals projected pieces of living tissue into ocular stews. What I saw was a plethora of technology, mystic materials, and organic matter mixing together in grotesque artistry to captivate the audience that perused its offerings. For me, it invoked a terror beyond an imagination's portrait of hell. Upon witnessing these abominable presentations, the scale of all things horrible extended beyond the bounds of any faith-derived spiritual realm. There was no feeling of pain, but pain was everything. It encompassed everything that was my mental presence. I was one of the exhibits. I screamed, and when I did so, a synthetic chorus of high-pitched garble erupted from a source somewhere beside my head. My real voice did not come forth. The two creatures before me made short, quick tufts of their powder and shook with what looked like amusement. The strange sound alerted more of the creatures passing by who gathered around me and joined the enthrallment. I screamed more, and more manipulated artificial tones exuded from beside me. The congregation reacted with intrigue. A much larger, horn-faced creature swiftly came from the corridor's reaches, beyond the limits of my vision, and pushed its way through the crowd. It inserted what looked like a key into a panel below me and twisted it. The infernal gallery and its whispering patrons melted away. I love you, my wife whispered into my ear. I love you too, I whispered back to my wife. I turned my way, and she hers, and we faded into slumber. That concludes episode 104
1: of The Dark Verse. If you'd like to listen to and or download the past episodes, you can do so on iTunes, you can do so at SoundCloud, and you can do so at thedarkverse.com. If you enjoy my stories and enjoy the book giveaways that I do in conjunction with the release of my episodes, then I would greatly appreciate it if you consider donating to The Dark Verse. Um, you can do that becoming a patron at patreon.com slash the That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com/theDarkVerse. com slash the dark verse. All right, here we go. I will see you on the next episode of The Dark Verse. All stories on the Dark Verse are the sole property of Sharkchild and cannot be used for distribution, publication, or monetary gain without his written consent. Sleep deeply and remember to love.